Hello, I'm Art Fuller, Ph.D., and welcome to another episode of The 5-Minute Expert. We're wrapping up Season 2 today, and we've been talking about dealers in hope all season long. Our sponsor today is Hope Chests USA. Now, I know some of you are thinking Hope Chests. Isn't that something that girls used to have where they say things that they might need once they got married? And yes, you would be right. There was a cultural phenomenon where females had hope chests in preparation for marriage. But hey, it's the 21st century. We're talking about a physical fitness device that will build your pecs, obliques, and abs fast. So if you want to sport a six-pack but don't have a lot of time to tone that keg, try hope chests. Impress everyone as you add muscle without ever breaking a sweat. You'll be looking like the Incredible Hulk in record time and feeling like a million bucks. That's Hope Chests USA. Well, what is hope? Funk and Wagnall defines it as an optimistic state of mind that's centered on the expectation of positive outcomes. For many, hope is centered around the pursuit of economic growth, i.e., how do I get more money? For others, hope is a key concept of their religion. For Christians, it's one of the three virtues, the other two being faith and love. In Pilgrim's Progress, that classic story, it is hopeful that leads the character and comforts the lead character, Christian, while at Doubting Castle. Conversely, the entrance to Dante's hell has the words, Lay down all hope, you that go in by me. Over the past few months, we've talked about the fitness industry, the cosmetic industry, plastic surgery, the lottery, the dark side of glamour, motivational speakers, bail bondsmen, online dating, and even payday lenders. There were many other topics we could have chosen when we think about hope. Things such as talent contests, cancer treatments, fertility clinics, and politics, the ultimate dealer in hope. Many of these industries we discussed have a vested interest in making us feel inferior, either physically, socially, or intellectually. They make their money from pointing out how deficient we are, how we lack some knowledge or skill. They promise to provide these things, to fill in the gap between where we are and where we want to be. They sell us products that promise a better life, a better self, or more money in our future. In short, They promise hope. At times, their sales methods rely on shame, intimidation, and even outright lies. Uh, Larry says I need to correct that last statement from outright lies to bald-faced falsehoods. He's concerned about the legal implications of calling people liars. Anyway, some of them will stop at nothing to get you to buy their product or service. We've said before that humans are hardwired for hope. We need it. We must have it. Sometimes it's the only thing that gets us through the day. Sometimes the bills come due and there's not enough money to cover them. Hope lets you get back up the next morning and go to work all over again. Sometimes the doctor gives you a diagnosis that's very negative and you don't know how much longer you have to live. Hope pushes you to try one more special treatment just in case it might work. The truth is, none of us has a promise of tomorrow. This could be our last day. We don't know for sure. But hope is always about the future. 
It's about what will happen in three weeks or three months or even next year. Hope is a bridge to the future. It's not about staying where we are. Things will improve and get better. Don't stay on the bridge. Move off the bridge. Stop waiting for someday. Live in today. Enjoy what's happening now. Fight back. Don't fall for their con job. Put up a fuss. Kick up some dust. Don't just cope. Hope. Well, Larry, what do we have from the peanut gallery today? Julie from Paris, France, wrote earlier this week to tell us what this season of hope has meant to her. Quote, I was struggling with disappointment, dissatisfaction, and regret prior to season two of The Five-Minute Expert. I felt I just couldn't go on. My shrink said I was experiencing upward counterfactuals or alternative outcomes that would have been better than the ones I actually experienced. But then I listened to season two of your podcast. Within minutes, I perked right back up. I felt my backbone stiffening, my resolve strengthening, my disappointment dissipating. Thank you so much for giving me hope again. God bless you and Larry for your podcast. Well, Julie, Larry, and I were glad to be of assistance during the past 26 weeks as we talked about Dealers in Hope. But folks, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. We'll be taking a break for the next few weeks, but when we come back, Season 3 will be all about irritation. What gets your goat but good? We'll explore what makes us irritated and why, but certainly not what to do about it. That's your problem. So tell one person about the podcast today. You'll feel better about yourself for doing it. 